You're listening to Diary of a Student Pilot. Hey everybody, my name's Bobby Frankenberger and you're listening to Diary of a Student Pilot, episode one. This <laughs> this is, and, and I guess will be, my place to sort of uh, decompress and get, get an, a, a diary or an unloading of the brain of sorts for, for me as I go through my journey of being a student pilot. So that's right, I am a student pilot. I just started taking flying lessons just a couple of months ago, and that doesn't mean I'm very far. That might sound like a long time ago, and but it doesn't. I'm not very far into the process. I have um, exactly 10.7 hours of, of flight time logged and for anybody who's listening who who has done flight training who has who has taken lessons and learned to become a pilot knows that 10.7 hours is nothing i'm just starting and just beginning the journey but um i'm 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 in a position where i'm not taking very many lessons per week so it's it's slow going at the start here and and yeah um so i wanted to find a place to to sort of unload some of my thoughts um, in, a, in I've always also kind of wanted to do a diary or, or blog, an audio blog style uh, podcast. I've done a lot of other types of podcasts, but I've never done this kind. And I thought, let's, let's give it a shot. I've been thinking about doing it for a while and I keep spinning the wheels, trying to script and, and do everything, but I, I fall short and I never do it. And I decided, you know what, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to commit to once a week, at least just sitting in front of the microphone and talking about what's on my mind and, and not scripting it. So there will be a little bit of rambling, a little bit of that, and um, but but very little editing and, and me just speaking what's on my mind. Uh, so what can you expect from this and why am I even doing this in the first place? Well, it kind of talking about things like this kind of helps me make make the the experience and what I'm learning concrete. Um, also, I'm very passionate about sharing what I'm learning with people and it's it's just an exciting time. I'm learning to fly airplanes and it's a dream of mine that I've always had and it's just really, really exciting. What finally, I've been thinking about doing it for a little while. What finally made me decide to go ahead and pull the trigger is that I, I've been getting a lot of friends and family who I know who know that I'm I'm learning to fly asking me about it, and so I find myself telling these stories and, and updating people a lot, and and I certainly love doing that, and I I'm not doing this to, so that I can stop having to talk to people about it. Um, but but I, th- I thought it would make it easier for people to stay kind of informed if they want to, uh, and that that kind of leads into my thoughts about this. These are going to be short little things, maybe sometimes five minutes, sometimes ten minutes, sometimes fifteen minutes. It really depends on on what I'm talking about, how much there is to say, and and how much I ramble, like I'm doing right now. Uh, so yeah. Yeah, my my initial motivation for doing this is is to get some information out to friends and family. But I kind of also I'm going to make this available to the general public in a, in a podcast uh, services, you know, on on Apple Podcasts and and Spotify and stuff like that, where people can where people get podcasts, so that people just looking for a, a uh, aviation podcasts can can find it. And my hope is that I can sort of speak to other people who are also 
learning to become private pilots, getting their private pilot's license uh, and training, or maybe people who are thinking about doing it, and they can hear from someone who's going through it currently and what their thoughts and experiences are as they're going through it because it's hard when you're researching what it's like to get a sense of of what it's really like because all of the the articles and and blog posts and 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 information that you get is all from people after the fact and not during so i thought i would do that so uh, so a little bit real quick about myself for anybody who is listening to this in that group that just general aviation community who's just interested in in listening to things about people learning how to fly a little bit about myself. My name is Bobby Frankenberger. As I said, I'm a stay-at-home dad. Um, I've got a. I have been for as long as my daughters have been alive. I've got a six-year-old and a nine-year-old currently. So almost ten years just being a stay-at-home dad. And I'm also a podcaster. I have um, have had various podcasts in the past, but currently I have a science podcast. I'm not here to promote that podcast or anything, but but I do audio editing and production. That's one of the things that I do. Um, I've always wanted to learn how to fly. It's been a dream of mine since I was a very little kid, but I always thought because I was also born blind in my right eye, I was also under, always under the impression that I would never be able to fly. I always thought you had to have, be able to see out of both eyes in order to fly. Uh, but I found out recently, a couple of years ago, from a from a friend who is a pilot told me that, no, you don't have to be able to see out of both eyes. You can You can learn to fly. You can get a pilot's license and be... Blind in one eye, um, so you can get a pilot's license and and be missing an arm, or I think even both arms <laughs> seems kind of hard. But but as long as you can demonstrate that you can do all the things that you need to be able to do to fly, you can fly. So being blind in one eye, there are lots of people who are like that, and and so it just takes extra hoops for me to jump through to be able to do it. So that's what I'm doing, and I'm sure I will talk about that process throughout this this audio journal this diary podcast and um yeah so the first thing i guess i I will talk about here in episode one that's on my mind and and like i said some of this is for people who who know me and ask questions one of the big questions i get all the time one of the first questions i get when i'm telling people that i'm taking flying lessons is they want to know what it's like what are flying lessons like um how does that work uh, and, um, and hopefully you'll get a sense of that. If you continue to follow these every time I, I publish one, you'll get a sense of what that's like, but just very generally speaking, uh, I wanted to go through what, a, what, a, what the day, uh, of a lesson is like. Well, the first thing that happens when I'm doing a lesson is I'm, I'm actually spending that morning studying. Um, I actually sp- study a lot between lessons on days before, but, but uh, on the day of a lesson, I, I kind of have a sense. I know what we're going to be going over. I know what we're going to be doing. And I spent a lot of time studying what those maneuvers we're going to be practicing are. Not just the maneuvers like if we're going to be doing takeoffs and landings or if we're going to be d- practicing, you know, turns around a point or if we're going to be doing steep turns or or something like that. Um, I, I also have to study checklists and, and flow checks and stuff like that. There are a lot of things you have to memorize that to keep yourself safe in an airplane and you have to be able to, to safely operate all the switches and knobs and doodads inside of an airplane. And, um, and there's a lot to learn. You got to learn um, all of that stuff. But you also have to learn a lot about how planes fly aerodynamics, 
um, how lift is generated in various surfaces on the plane. You know, what, what happens when, when you increase the throttle? How does that affect the airplane? What's going on inside the engine? Uh, mixing um, airflow and fuel in the engine. How does that work? Because you can control that. And at least in the in the single uh, engine planes that I'm flying for training, you can control those things. Uh, and so it's very, um, you have to learn a lot of stuff. So I spent a lot of time studying. And then I'll go into the airport. The airport's about 30 minutes away. I'll drive to the airport. I'll spend that whole time. You know, usually, a lot of times I am practicing call outs and and checklists in my mind while i'm driving there and uh and so i'll get there i'll get to the airport and i will go to the office of my flight instructor my flight instructor has an office in the in the small airport that we fly out of so that's another thing people ask it's we don't we don't i don't take lessons at the regional sort of carrier like airline carrier airport that we have here in town um, I take lessons at a smaller airport that has a single runway and it's, it's sort of like for general aviation, um, kind of operations, you know, lots of flying in and out of it. Sure. But, but just like smaller planes. And so I go to that airport and meet the guy in his office and we go over what we're going to be doing. He tells me what we're going to be doing. And a lot of times that's sometimes that's detailed and, and sometimes it's brief if it's something we've done before. And we talk for just a second and then he hands me the keys to the plane and he sits in his office and tells me to go do a, what's called a pre-flight uh, on the airplane. And that's checking the systems, checking to make sure the plane on the outside and the inside is, is serviceable to fly. Uh, are the wings working properly? Are the flaps and the, the elevators and, and ailerons moving and secure the way they're supposed to be? Is, there, is the fuel uh, clean and clear? You, you check the fuel, you check the oil, you, you check to make sure everything is running properly. And that's called a pre-flight check. Uh, once that's done, he comes on out of his office and, um, and that takes me usually about 15 or so minutes to check the airplane all around. He comes out, then we get in the airplane and we start all of our checklists for, for starting the airplane, making sure all the gauges are working. There's a lot of things you have to check. And, um, and I'm, I'm probably gonna talk a bit about checklists on the next episode I make, because I've also been thinking about those a lot. Uh, but there's a lot of things you check. You check uh, before you start the engine. You check the battery to make sure it's working. Um, then you start the engine and you make your calls to the air traffic and at the, at the airport and and you taxi on to, out to the runway. And while you're taxiing, you also check things out and but anyway, that's that's what we do. We get out and we taxi out to the runway and I take off. I, I, I fly the airplane. I take off. I fly around. We do some maneuvers, whether that be take, practicing takeoffs and landings or going out over the lake and flying maneuvers or or other types of maneuvers. And then we usually, we spend about an hour, hour and 15 minutes up in the air. Then we head back to the airport and we land. And we taxi back to parking and we park the airplane. Um, as of right now, I'm doing some of the landing. It depends on the conditions. I'm not great at landing yet, so he he will usually land with me. We're both working on it together. Um, but uh, anyway, I I land the airplane and and taxi it back to the parking and and then turn it off and we go back into his office and we talk about it and we sort of debrief what how did it go, 
Do I have questions? And we have usually have a lot to talk about after we fly because it's hard to talk about too much while you're flying. There's a lot of things you have to concentrate on and that you're doing. But um, anyway, that's how a lesson goes. And then I go home and then we've usually said what we're going to be doing next time. And I spend the intervening time reading. There's a lot of so-called ground school that you have to do, which is studying books, textbooks on flying that the FAA publishes and all this kind of stuff. Because part of part of getting your pilot's license is you have to you have to sit down with an FAA examiner and you have to sit in a plane with them for a few hours and and fly and and show them that you can fly a plane. But there's also a written portion of it. It's it's much like driving in that sense. You you for, to get your driver's license, you have to take a written test. And you have to take a practical exam with a, with someone from from the Department of Transportation. You know, like the DMV. They sit with you and and do your driver's test. Um, so it's a lot like that in a plane. Um, so that's I've got to study for all that. They ask, they verbally ask questions to make sure I understand flying and stuff like that. So anyway, that's how a typical lesson goes, and it's going to be ta- a lot of those. <laughs> Um, usually, like I said, I'm about 10.7 hours in. I say about, but that's very precise. I'm 10.7 hours of flight time. And it's, I think the national average is around like 60 or 70 hours, but the FAA requires a minimum of 40 hours doing various different things. So I'm, I'm definitely at the very beginning of this journey. I'm super excited about it. And, um, hopefully, uh, hopefully you find it interesting listening to to what i'm going through so uh if you made it to the end of this thank you for listening and um just stick around stay tuned to whatever you listen to this on whether it be on facebook or twitter if i put it there or or if you subscribe to the podcast on a podcast uh aggregator or whatever then uh, i hope you i hope you keep listening um i'm really excited about this and and i i really want to share it with everyone so Thank you. Uh, That's been episode one and I'll talk to you. Talk to you next time.